So, uh, podcast hack to all of you wondering what the scratchy sounds are. Whenever you're putting your phone down to record something, you put on something nice and soft, and it uh, muffles that in. I think it muffles, yeah, yeah. something. But I yeah. think I also used to do that because I would forget to put on the airplane mode, so it sometimes would wrap. So right, gotcha. All right, um, I I think I think last week there was some mentioning about standing in deep water all of a sudden, and it's funny because small. Little ideas can all of a sudden introduce the water's a little bit deeper yeah. than you think it is. So yep. I'll let you lead because I feel like we had a couple deep water moments today. There were, and I think even if we if we look at that, um, what we thought maybe for at least for myself, what I thought was going to be shallow water turned into like whoa that drops much deeper than than i would that's have actually thought ha- that's happened to me a couple of times yeah in you real life disappear, <laughs> boom. yeah yeah so i think what we had started on this morning was this idea of equity because i know this is going to be a trend I, th- I think if i'm if i'm remembering it we were talking about artifacts from my own learning yep. and being a part of the equity team yep. even if, if even if it's just minimal like i'm not going to be able to see it uh, happen at the end of the next term or you know I only have five weeks so but it, it's getting me to think about taking that in for myself in future practice yep. uh, recognizing opportunities in my school or in my program to get involved be active build community like these are all these are all big parts of it so mm-hmm. um, but I think our conversation went from me needing to be a very active uh, what when where uh, learner, so so I, I think I mentioned after the equity meeting, my, my thought immediately went to, well, what am I creating? When do I do it? And where is it going to go? Kind of, um, but I didn't stop to think about the more the heart of it, as as in the how and the why it's happening. So that kind of our, sparked our initial mm-hmm. uh, conversation this morning about equity and like my equity lens and this bigger idea about. Um, you know your your experience and how that that impacts your lens and I think it like this it's definitely there's so many tears to it but that's if I'm on the right track that's kind of where we sprung from yeah it was also I think one small part of it also was I got um I was looking to bolster your I think your interview thinking right because I think there was my mention there saying that it is a it's a valuable lens to use as you are going through the interview process yes. and the interviewer asks you about the nuances of your pedagogy right you know you could be looking at it through an anti-black racism lens you could be looking at it as an equity lens you right. could look at it through a spec ed lens and the idea of sort of putting the lenses over the lenses the lenses indicate not not doesn't have to be necessarily the depth of your lived experience but the lenses give you um, a little bit of street cred because you've given it some thought. Mm-hmm. So, for mm-hmm. example, if somebody said to you, "Okay, that's cool. I like I like your thinking around literacy. Let's not put an equity lens on that." Right. And what would be some considerations you might make in light of your 
grade two classroom and what might be some questions you would ask if you're now going to use an equity lens. Yeah. Because these are the other discussions and I'm not, you know, who knows if, um, I don't think I was having any of these discussions when I did my teacher candidacy. It yeah. was very much about kind of, as they say, nose to the grindstone, get the lesson planning yeah, done. Absolutely. Um, but heck, we're kind of designing this a little bit ourselves. This yeah. is, this is the, um, I think the happy outcome of having an alternative placement because we can get to these conversations. Right, right, and there's no there's no reference point to say it has to be done a certain way. We're no. we're kind of uh, we're paving our own route. Um, along the lines of what we were saying with the with the equity lens, I like the idea that that you kind of made it a short form: name it, say it, see it, do it, and then reflect it. So, I think what a lot of people and myself included struggle with maybe the naming it. Yeah. I Like I can see it in myself, but maybe I'm not picking up on, I'm not saying it out loud, right? Like I'm, I'm, I recognize my lens. I recognize my, that my, my privilege and my experience have absolutely contributed to where I am right now. And also to, to now look at it as like, well, where, where am I going and how do I, how do I step out of that when you're in the role of teaching? So you can't, you can't, you can't, you, you can't ignore your, your, um, I guess what I'm trying to say, you can't ignore your experiences, but you need to have your, always your equity lens on when you're approaching students, families, uh, material, you know, all those kinds of pieces. And I think that may be hard for some people is like, you don't recognize it. So you just think that your behaviors are are, are fine, right? Like you're not, you're not, you're not saying it out loud that you need to make adjustments in different capacities. Mm-hmm. I think I kind of drifted away there. For no, a no, second. no. I think, I think part of it too is um, conceptually this, I, I can see in your, your face, I can see you're, you're making the connections. I think, um, you know, dealing with the how and the why, you know, I've, I've noted that that's slow, uncomfortable, it can be raw, it's qualitative, yeah. and it's just. Mm-hmm. And those things can really, they can be new spaces of thinking mm-hmm. in teaching. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, you know, the what, when, where, who have a more technical, empirical kind of um, checklist kind of element. And yeah. between the two, like the, the head and the heart, it's important to have both. And I think um, sort of what's interesting is that if the first question in sort of like, well, I wrote down how, how, how not to make your wisdom more important than their wisdom, yeah. which is kind of like your approach, but that what's your lived experience to be able to name it and say it, it takes, it takes a lot of, I think it takes some bravery and courage to actually put that out there in vulnerability, but that's mm-hmm. not the hardest question of the group. Right. That might be the hardest task, but yeah. that's not the hardest question. Right. I think the hardest question is the last one, how and why do you decenter your learning and lived experience? Yes. So you get to a space where you really do not want to do harm. Right. You right. want to be a co-conspirator or an ally or whatever sort of, whatever alignment you seek invitation right. into, that's the, that's the more challenging thing. How and why do you decenter your learning and lived experience? And that's kind of like saying, how do you teach without being a teacher? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, in this idea that it's gonna take time to be yes. in discomfort for a bit. Like nobody wants to be <laughs> in a place of discomfort, Mm-mm. but you have to live in those moments in order to, I appreciate other people's lenses and also to, you know, call out your own kind of um, deficits or or where those come in. Like, but but that uncomfortable feeling is 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 big. So we avoid it. We absolutely like tactically avoid it. But I think um, 
that would be something that I definitely noticed today from our conversation was the, the importance of that, that lens and recognizing the head and the heart. So the, the one space where we don't avoid it, and this is just a, a bit of a cautionary tale, yeah. is when you're seeking confirmation bias. So you, you might, depending on your, when you get a group of folks all, let's say, um, power holders and privilege holders, right. finding discomfort about something and then they start sharing that and then they get the confirmation bias that, yes, um, I'm feeling some bad feels right now, but mm -hmm. because other people are too, that means I'm okay. Right, right. And right. that's that's yeah, one of those one big. of those kind of funny paradoxes of working, you know, in equity is that you want to avoid that confirmation bias. Yeah. And you can't put the responsibility of you learning about your confirmation bias on the backs of the individuals that don't have any power. Right. So you're not asking, you know, the person that has made you think that you're kind of throwing down your white privilege. It's like, mm -hmm. well, tell me what can I do differently? No, that work has to be that's not that's yeah, independent yeah, yeah. work, right? That's yep. that's your that's your own work that you yep. have to do. Yeah. And who knows? Like you may not actually it may not be direct information from your your primary junior kids, but the families may be individuals that are kind of looking for you to decenter. Right. 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 You get to high school if you're open to it, the wisdom of the kids, it will decenter you. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna feel that sort of power of having to sort of take in, take into account the limits of your own lived experience, yep. the biases that are in there, and the fact that a kid may be throwing down some wisdom that you gotta take in. Yeah, you have to. Especially, yeah. I would say now when our opportunities to learn from each other in real life are fleeting. Right. 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 And I mean, there were a few moments today when students kind of did throw down that wisdom, and and it kind of because I'm still like. I still have the primary junior lens when when you hear students come up with things like that that are that are so like so rich and so deep um a, a student uh, you know can really challenge that um just my my own perception of their capabilities almost like uh, maybe because i my reference point is grade two and these are not responses i would ever have to receive like never have to receive from a grade two but now i'm receiving them from someone who's like much older with a different frame they have you know they have their own lived experiences and it kind of challenges my own preparation uh for what what am i gonna what am i gonna bring to the table for them to either support these moments or like deepen learning or you know like mm -hmm. it's it's hard to adjust the mind frame from primary junior to now but but it's but it's it's good that I've seen some moments where students have challenged that or put put ideas down that you never expected them or I at least I never did because I'm still grasping their their um, their experiences I guess I yeah the um, the work that I'm still trying to get better at has to do with the you know seeking imitation into other people's lived experiences mm -hmm. but to, to the next step for that is not putting the lesson before the learner mm. and it's so easy to have that moment where some kid's throwing down the big idea and some thought fuel. Yeah. And you sort of, in a polite way, say, yeah, wow, that was really great. Okay, let's move on to task right. three. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And, the key, and, and when you're in remote learning or uh, adaptive learning as we are, like that's, that's just like you hear, yeah. like the deflation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the work not to put the lesson before the learner. The right, learner comes right. first. And the learner is the human that you're trying to 
connect with, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. so difficult. That is that really is that's a that's a that's a um, a constant um, constant tension. Because mm-hmm. part of you might accidentally almost think, but I've got sixteen other kids that want to keep going with the lesson. Right. So, and it's kind, of, but then it's kind of looking at that. Um, universal design like if if it is going to be beneficial for this one student chances are high chances are it's going to be beneficial for a lot of students to stop and have that conversation mm-hmm. not to say for everybody I mean some people it might it might not but um, but definitely recognizing those moments and not letting them just be a moment right like it be, how do we how do we grab it and actually fulfill what's being asked or yeah. or what's what they're looking for in that sense but simple for the group that's witnessing it complex right. and rich for the person that's asking yeah that's yeah a, it's a, it's for a sure. real it's a it's a tug it's a tug mm-hmm, of war mm-hmm. where so, you want to go next so i feel like my next big thing is gonna it's gonna revolve around uh word cloud we, so we're trying we kind of are transitioning from i had some chances last week with you to kind of try the facilitating of, of a thought fuel in the virtual realm and now i'm working on designing my own and integrating them in and then also facilitating so so this is the hook just for anyone just jumping yes sorry yeah this is the the hook that we use in in our lesson design to get the kids kind of settled to get them working a little bit get them thinking in alignment with where the unit is going yeah yeah sorry the jargon i forget that's out of out of context might not make sense but so getting getting the opportunity to design some and then also facilitate it from from like my intention um, so we, we, this is kind of where my, what am I going to steal, but also still an X factor. Um, so I, I mentioned to you today that formulating questions or like for, formulating critical higher order thinking questions is really hard for me. Um, and so I brought forth this idea today about looking at a word cloud and in itself, I don't know, word, word cloud just seemed kind of fun a, a simple way to bring information into an image um, but but when you and I were discussing it it kind of blew blew my 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 thinking out of the water not in a bad way but just in a like oh man I really did not consider all of the the important elements that go into just the tiny bit of my lesson right like that deep that thinking beforehand that needs to happen just didn't happen so it was good that you were able to see it before I kind of stumbled and we talked about it and I felt much more confident going into the lesson um so so this idea that well the purpose of the of the task but also the intention of of what I'm giving them does that make sense like it's it wasn't just about the word cloud it was about you know, is is it on a on a, a purely vocab base? Am I trying to just give them words, or like what what was my intent? I guess what was the word we used? Was it intent, purpose? Our slow pauses. Yes, we're, we have writing we have all lots over windows of notes. and walls and <laughs> checking the notes here. Yeah. So this 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 like three step intent, purpose, and impact. Impact. That's it. So so you know, taking the time to critically at each each of the steps that in your planning process you know recognize your intent recognize the purpose and then you know make changes as needed but this it was just a simple like word cloud and in my mind like <laughs> how, how could it be more complex I like than just, it, was just, it was so simple it was what just was a so word simple. cloud but how how could it have been so so you know impactful but but i mean yeah i mean like 
what's your perspective on on the word cloud conversation that we've kind of we now we did the word cloud that it seemed to go okay um your lesson was good your lesson you was okay. i felt if if for if for nothing else if for nothing else sometimes the thinking doesn't make it to the actual page mm -hmm. but the thinking is there ready for you when you're receiving the answers from the kids mm. So, you know, the, the idea that the page is like the thin edge of the wedge. Yeah. The rest of it can kind of be behind the curtain. And you then gave consideration to moving towards higher order answers. And that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's sort of like a, um, um, what's it called? A progression, you know? Right. And to move from sort of like concrete knowledge-based answers into more thinking abstract yeah. answers. Yeah. You can't, you, you, not all learners can move like they don't get to just transport themselves there. They need to yeah. have that progression. And I felt that when you were, not felt, I heard in your questioning, your questioning of the students, that it was, you were able to include the individuals that were kind of coming up with single answers, right? but then finding ways to kind of light it up, either by overlaying some of your own thinking mm -hmm. or to connect the learners to each other, like kind of bouncing their ideas over. Mm -hmm. And that's how you do it. That is one of the ways that you do it. That is one of the ways to do it alive right 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 um and one of the other things i'm trying to see i wrote something else the in there well, yeah the whole idea that i that it's the idea of moving from um meaning identification into meaning making mm -hmm. the students how they feel when they're actually able to do meaning making with the learning like they feel and see themselves in it i wrote that's a hopeful thing right right, right. it gives them purpose it gives them a sense of self and, it, and it's mattering yeah. Um, and independence. They're willing to sort of keep moving on their own with it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I mean it was just so, um, it was kind of my, it was, I don't know, it was, it was as what I've noticed, steel, X Factor, like it's still all of those pieces because how easy it is to just make a lesson to make a lesson mm -hmm. instead of stopping to really like reflect on my own, why, why am I even asking that question? why why is it formed the way it is is it is it gonna be the intention that I want right and you're you said it today about the data we gather is what we put out to the students right like the what they give us back is completely based on what we provide to them I don't know, does that make sense and yeah <laughs> kind, I was, of, I think kind of that, a murky that, thought but well, that was also connected to the fact that you can actually be the driver in the data not the right yeah and if yes. you're the driver teacher if you're the driver in the data that's not how it should be right the students, right exactly the students experiences their wisdom yeah their, yeah their conversation your observation their products that drives that drives the data yeah so. all from a word, from a word, word cloud. cloud. Oh, so now, so now, I guess it ties into my what's next is I'm gonna go back and look at because I've I've already started working on the next few kind of mm. thought fuels, and even if it just means, uh, you know, we kind of we kind of worked through formatting a different structure to how they answer it, so avoiding the I E versus E G. So when I was asking a question, I kind of. I, I made it more confusing than it needed to be instead of just asking the explicit question or, or giving, providing the or explicit the answer. Yes, yeah. So I think my what's next would be to, I'm going to revisit, not to say that I don't like the ideas that I had going ahead. Um, I like what I've chosen. I just need to, to maybe reframe some of my thinking around the question uh, and, and try and try and navigate that a little differently or even change change the structure of 
where they're going to put their response in. Um, yep. You know, that's going to be my big what's <laughs> what's next. And I, I hope you can still kind of challenge me along the way to, because I, because I if I recognize in myself formulating good questions or critical questions is is tough. I think it's 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 going to be a big a big what's next for me and a lot of lessons coming good. forward. Yeah, it'll serve you well and yeah. the awareness that you need to have it to grow is good. Yeah, to have an awareness of where you need to grow is good. Yeah, yeah. So those are two. So I want to land just up quickly on last week you asked about the name of the podcast, yes. Chasing Squirrels. Yes. And I kind of did this really long rambling thing about Marvel Universe and I was like, why did I even <laughs> say that? But I think part of it is because the story has kind of evolved a little bit. But at its heart, at its heart, over a decade ago, I'm in Toronto living with my fiance and um, I had left for work and she had to take the dog out. Okay. And at the time, her and the dog were not getting along very well. Okay. Um, they were looking to establish, she was looking to establish alpha over the dog and the dog was a very stubborn dog. Gotcha. Um, we had adopted the dog. We didn't know a lot of the backstory about the dog. Okay. Apart from very nice around people, we were good. Yeah. We started to realize this dog doesn't really like little white fuzzy dogs that much. So that was about all we knew. Okay. So she's bringing the dog outside and we had one of those um, stretchy, like the dog was in a harness, okay. but had a, like a stretchy dog leash. Okay. So it yeah, can go yeah. up to about 15 and feet. And you can lock it in at whatever. It's like yep. a fishing rod gotcha. for a dog, right? Yep. So she came out to the front of the house. We were living in the basement apartment of a house in Toronto. She came out and came around to the front yard, lots of trees, lots of greenery and right away the dog went running at a tree oh and what had happened because dogs are good this way the dog had noticed but my wife did not my fiance didn't uh notice mm -hmm. the dog was going after a squirrel and if you've ever tried to like actually capture a squirrel you know they kind of <laughs> counter rotate yeah so you go several degrees in one direction they and go there and then the all of a sudden they're yeah. up at the top so yeah. the dog somehow figured out how to deke out the squirrel got around the other side and as my fiance came around the tree okay the dog's name is darcy darcy had the squirrel down on the ground and was holding oh. the squirrel on the ground the dog had somehow jumped wow. up and grabbed the squirrel off the tree wow now when the, this happened the darcy's like i don't know what to do yeah. so the dog's like bouncing holding the squirrel with a paw bouncing her nose off the squirrel like in, oh, like man. like like boop 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 yeah, and yeah, the squirrel's yeah. like freaking out yeah and then at some point Darcy, like, I'm, I can only imagine my, my fiancé just screaming and like, Darcy, no! Darcy, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the squirrel's like, yeah, Darcy, listen to your owner. Like, let <laughs> right, me go. Right. So finally Darcy gets distracted, squirrel gets away, runs up the tree. Okay. That's the origin story or the thing, like, that story stuck with me only because to know my spouse and to know what kind of just calamity that would cause yeah. in her day, <laughs> um, it stuck with me. And right. I think conceptually, the idea of chasing squirrels somehow came in like I had that kind of story in there when I was thinking about looking for stories within education yeah and there's also that element of it should never happen like you like sorry finding the stories is is is, is um it should never have happened that the dog caught the squirrel the squirrel got away fine okay, okay. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, yeah spoiler the, alert yeah the actual the, the squirrel the did squirrel survive Darcy fine. survived there was no sort right, of rabies yeah. shot there was nothing right. that happened but the idea that, you know, you see that the dog was able to do a thing that was just remarkable to yeah. actually catch a squirrel off a tree. Yeah. Um, I started to sort of look at that in alignment with some of the things that we're trying to do in education. And mm -hmm. then when I was first considering a podcast, mm -hmm. the, the name came to mind. I'm like, I can roll with that. Right. So right. that's right. how the story of the, the story of the chasing squirrels. Chasing squirrels. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Okay, well, that's not not at all where I thought it would come from, but um, but no, I that's I appreciate that. I think it would be probably even funnier if I knew your spouse. Oh yes, make that was to yeah. That. For her to sort of reenact it, there's a, yeah. there's a lot of screaming and, and hands sort of flailing, and um, our dog was a fairly big dog. The dog was about she was part Staffordshire, okay. so she she had muscle. She was a strong dog. Funny. So everything about it was just if there was footage, it would be awesome footage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you have That's a question fine. moving forward? Question moving forward. Um, I think maybe just at the start of this week, uh, I, I kind of wanted to know when you, cause you said you had previously worked, you've, you've done a lot of things. We've talked about yeah, the different things you've done, things. but you were, you were in kind of service industry, yeah. food, qualitative, like are there connections that you've made from both yeah. Into into education, like yeah. so. That's having a, that's experience a really in both. Good, that's a good cross curricular question. That's mm -hmm. a great question. So just kind of wondering what, yeah, where you where you get, found you should, the connections? You should totally have your own podcast. <laughs> Maybe I will. Should, that's right. Stay right, tuned. Awesome. Stay Start, tuned. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's good. I'll definitely I'll deal with that one tomorrow. Okay. So how does how does hospitality? How does sort of running restaurants still? Compute yeah, still computes yeah. in the operating system. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. All right, thank you. What is this? Day six. Six. Day wow, six. yeah. <laughs> Take care.